This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Foy and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Hey, welcome to the episode of This Life, Bob. I'm right here. The, the new reborn Bob, the Laguna, <laughs> Laguna Beach, baby. <laughs> Somebody asked me yesterday where I wanted to retire. I said Laguna Beach. There's no doubt in my mind. It's so great. You don't ever have to drive anywhere. Starbucks, food. You're in Nirvana. Yeah, <laughs> where are you is. going? Where I had going to come up here to do this. <laughs> That's right. We'll introduce our guest. And it's Jason Waller who got me down to Laguna. That's right. Who Jason. was our client. Yes. One of two clients I have th- through the years that have done great and are doing way better than you or I in the recovery racket. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that. No, Thanks, you guys. I he's appreciate the king. That. I appreciate And the other that. one is Paul. You know Paul. Yeah, of course. He's, he's got this big, you know, now they hire me. How the how fuck does that happen? That's awesome. Good for them. <laughs> that's the best thing ever. I learned yeah. from the best. That's why. There you go. No, uh, Jason, uh, everyone knows Jason from the Laguna Beach series, although do they remember that anymore? Is that far enough back? That- you know, it's like Laguna Beach, the hills, I, but I've, I've kind of, people will know me from that, but it's really known. It's I'm the not recovery rel- it's racket recovery. they know. No, I know that. That's why I was a- asking, though, because it's so interesting that, you know, now young people, if you ask, you know, they don't remember Johnny Carson, right? Well, now they don't remember Jay Leno. I, I mean, that's how fast things are moving. Yeah. And they're true. so distracted by so much. That's why I was wondering, even, even something is created for young people like those reality series, if people remember them. It, even. It, well, you, the only reason why is because the Laguna Beach show reruns every summer. Okay. That, that's that's <laughs> why. Or they just make more money off it uh, yeah, every, every summer. Every summer. That's right. Really but funny. other than that, it's really recovery now. I mean, they know that I was in the like the industry or the reality world or whatever yeah. but it, let me tell you something bit. drew so you remember when he w- was getting arrested and all the trouble and his mom crying so much well, and i remember everything. two versions of that well we gotta break this all down is this a roast right now R- running down the beach <laughs> well just fast forward to i went to a convention with him in san diego he knows everybody in the rehab world yeah, i'm sure he was introducing me to people you come from running down the beach away from the police all drunk. You come to Dr. Drew, and then next thing you know, you're in San Diego at a convention running super, the rehab world. Super passionate about it. It really but, is. But it wasn't a straight line. <laughs> it, it wasn't. Everything came Weren't full circle, Weren't you running though. down the beach, though, away from the running, police? Running, man. I was sprinting. <laughs> so, so I remember the end of like season one of, of uh, Laguna Beach, and there was some... You were... Some girl liked you, blah, 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 high school BS. And I'm looking at the scene at the end of the show, and I go, is anybody going to help that boy? <laughs> I mean, He's, that young man that young man is really in trouble. Are we, are we going to talk about this, anybody? And I, remember that? You told me that the yeah. first day I ever met you. Yeah, you said, I thought. I remember seeing you drink out of a red cup, and I go, dude, that was my, that was my bottle. But let's, let's be fair. I've been in Laguna for four days now. Yeah. That's all those fucking people do down there is drink. <laughs> well, there's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. 
But I could tell he was not well. And he, and he was like 19 or something, 18 maybe. 17. Yeah, and he, I could see alcoholic But that's like an old Mad you know? Men. It still exists, an old Mad Men drinking culture down yeah, there. Yeah. I've watched it for yeah. since I've been down there. Can I ask about that? Because yeah. that's very curious to me. Yeah. Is is what were the mannerisms I was performing? Not just the mannerisms. Well, you were out of it. I could tell you were intoxicated. That's true. And, and, and you were... You had an... You're letting me say it. Go for it. Go time. for it. He, remember this? He he had a. You had an. I don't have a better word than this. An arrogance yes. that really concerned me. <laughs> why is Why are you scared to say it, that word? Because he I like Jason it. so much, and, and I don't I don't want to hurt him. It, but but, but it, not it, was, all of that has gone away. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, dude? But but it worried me that you were like a sociopath, and, and when I and there was some stuff even during treatment first time around that where I was like, uh oh. And uh, and I and I always want to believe that that just could be the addiction, and let's just let's you know have faith, and we just get through this. And lo and behold, here's Jason Waller. You know, what I mean, I thought to me, he gives me faith for a lot of other people. In well, fact, I would say uh, I worked extra hard on Heidi because of you, Heidi Fleiss. Oh my God, yeah, because she was tough, and I was like, I'm just. She would do- make a good counselor too. I know. That's she would like, make a good professional. You got to stop taking drugs, though. First and foremost, and I told her that if you remember, I said, "Why don't you become a veterinarian? You love you. You could be a professional. You could so easily for her." People she's, can she's imagine so themselves in a different world. Well, that's just I just for out of my eighteen and my twenty-four family members who suffer with addiction, mm. we finally got my my aunt some help yesterday, which wow. was a month process intervention. Wow, which took that long though, but she is so sick, and it's. She was like working with like nine or diff- ten different individuals in one. Mm. I mean, twenty-five years of heroin and meth and speed. Oh boy, it was gnarly. I hope I get to meet her <laughs> therapeutically or after she's no, recovered. Just, just, to, just to be around real old school junkies because nowadays it's something else. It's psych. It's like because you know how to treat somebody like that. But you can't tell though. She's almost. I feel like she's got schizophrenia. She's got all these different substances we can't, or these different issues medically that we can't determine until she's she's removed off off the the meth. The meth makes everything wacky. Yeah. yeah, and then the pain from the opiates, right? Chronic pain. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, so she, she literally is. She's hanging. Oh, like her. This is something I wanted to ask you guys about. Is she from? Is it from opioids or what would it be? Her. She literally hangs over. Like when she walks, like she's 40, 51 years old, and walks like she's ninety five. Opiates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because so opiates cause can they cause. Uh, Constipation, which oh. can cause oh, like, yeah, like crazy. And what drives me crazy is now on. They uh, have that drug. Yeah, they have a drug to correct opioid. Maybe your opioids make I you constipated. I saw that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. That's it. But but the really, what that... I wanted to get you on the show to introduce him to these new kids, Drew, mm. twenty years old, failure to launch, never really even taken drugs, right? And no the skills. parents disappointed, can't function. Yeah. in society so it's better that they get thrown in the rehabs just because where else are you going to put them they're going to be either smoking weed and doing meth at your house or throw them in rehab but when you get them i just was at chapman recovery this morning when you're talking with them it, it doesn't register all this stuff that usually registers like consequence or whatever would these care. kids have just died in the past would they've just gone to the street and died and now we're everyone's so precious. We're taking maybe care of it's them something. In a way. Let's let's explore that because most times people like this didn't come from upper middle class backgrounds. Mm. 
they came from working class and poverty. Uh-huh. So nobody cares about, in this country traditionally, about working class, what goes on in working class families. Well, I, I would argue middle class get, had gotten a lot of attention for many decades. I'm saying that but, these kids come from middle class and upper middle right, class but backgrounds. I'm saying lower class, you're absolutely right. There's no yeah, arguing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that the, that's who the homeless kids on Hollywood Boulevard are. Right. And that's the functionability of these kids that went to private schools and homeschooled mm-hmm. and loved by their parents and best friends. It's a weird thing going on, and Jason's right in the middle of it. How do you? Um, what do you see? I, I just think this society's flux of instant gratification and people getting more and more, more quicker, quicker, quicker has been a big part of this. I mean, this let me ask a political question. A friend of mine just called me. Maybe one of the things I was preoccupied about when I walked in, yeah, he said, yeah. "What's the matter with me?" He was all upset because he talked to some college kids, and and uh, I know you're a Bernie fan, but he was trying to talk Bernie policy with some college kids, and he goes, "Look, if you had a if you had a brother that was an artist, let's say you're you're middle class. He's talking to these kids. Let's say you're middle class, working class." And you're just getting by, and you have a brother that's an artist, and you got to support him. Eventually, you keep supporting him. You're both going to go down. Yeah. How is Bernie's policy different? He's sort of sort of challenging them. I mean, I'm I'm not taking a position on Bernie good or Bernie bad, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't imagine. What do you mean? Take care of myself. <laughs> First of all, take care of myself part was sort of tough for them, and then take care of somebody else. No, no, I'm, I, th- people take care of me. No, no, yeah. no, no, take care of me. And so I, I'll, I'll give taxes, sure, but so I get taken care of. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, no, people more in need than you are going to, your, your, your brother that doesn't have a job. That's, think about that. That's who you're going to take care of. Couldn't do it. No, you're wrong. That, that's interesting. There's something about that that's going on in our society. I can see these kids living at home or living off their parents until they're 30, 35, 40. You know what I mean? It's the drug like, addicts. I don't know that they're drug addicts. I know they don't know how to live life. And I think it's what? both sides of it. I mean, you see yeah, but, that. Well, how old are you now? I'm 29. So he's sort of on the cusp of some of this stuff. Yeah, he's right in the middle. No, of it, no, I'm but I mean, you. in terms of he his... owns, he has a house where there's like 10 of them. No, no, I don't mean he's. <laughs> but, but I mean, you come from a generation where you're infected by some of this. So well, what, what see, is? But the I don't, I don't think that it's all. I don't think it's all addict related. I have friends that graduated with masters from from schools that are like, living that at are, home. Li- yeah. So what see is, what I mean? No, I understand. So is that because the economy sucks so badly? It's just a pragmatic issue, or I, is it? I think so. Some of it maybe potentially, but I also think that this. I don't I mean honestly I don't know well let me put this out to you even if we were homeless wouldn't we have remained homeless you and I drew a different generation than live in our parents house and have them tell us what pieces of shit we are instead of telling you what a piece of shit you are like our parents would I've said it before (laughs) there's so much enabling 100% I've said it before on this show is that you know Howard Stern mentioned something I relate to very strongly he said he tunneled out of his parents house (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't tunnel out fast enough I mean I I left home when I was 17 I did not go back yeah me too I just turned 18 that's why I look back like 50 years ago I mean every that's why even with working with older adults and stuff that have had a life skills have life sets and stuff they have much more probability of getting back into a full functioning life than these younger people that we work with because they have the skill set so sad. that's what they're stacked up against so is it is it the skill set now let's go back and talk about their willingness because you were willing to go wash dishes uh, at macarthur park yeah can you get them to do that? That's yes, such a, oh, you can. Well, that's good. That's such an important piece. I was worried that there was some sort of weird. But there's always this weird little back and forth, like. Um, what are you going to give me for parents, it? Yeah, the parents are going to help. and oh. You know what There's I mean? There's always an easy way out there now. Al- There's a way is... easier way out now. That's oh, the problem, geez. I feel like. like. Anything worth having is not easy. That's what I've been telling my been... clients' parents to just tell them you got a life of your own. Like when they're texting you like, oh, my car insurance is expired. What do I do? Just say, I have a life of my own. 
Susan Pinsky's an expert in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's her thing. She goes, do it yourself. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. I've heard, I've heard her you say know. that. What, but, why do you think that is, though? Because well, a lot of people don't do that. Everybody, it's, It seems like we've become such a codependent, yeah. enabling society. I think the parents want to be liked by the children. Well, of course, but at the same time, they're they're not educated, and there's not prevention on that. They're causing That's more harm than good. That's what I'm trying to come up with is what do, what is the, what are the real tools? Because the parents are on the show, but it but the kids are on the show because the parents don't know they do. Yeah, they're just oh, but the question is, what's the psychology? But they're on the show. It. So you, there's not one parent that I've seen that of these 100 or 150 or 220 somethings that I've been dealing with the last couple of years that I said, well, go to Al-Anon or get a therapist who specializes in codependency. And they, the parents. yeah. And they could gain any insight. They never want to go to Al-Anon. Oh, they please. never want to go to I therapy. Know, that's, I've been dealing with that's oh. see, that's, that's the problem is what I deal with is almost 50% of the kids that, that I deal with today, not even kids. I mean, 18 to 35 year old, you know, men, uh, their parents are just as sick, if not sicker than they are. Of course. And, and that's I mean, what we're talking about. This yeah, inter- I understand inter- that. But I mean, it's just, and it's so, what so do you? Mean, how would you characterize that sickness? <sighs> it, it, I mean, it's some of them are probably using addicts. Well, so, uh, most a lot of a lot them of them are. are yeah. uh, not they're not in denial. using addicts like in the old days. No, like medically, are definitely medical taking using. pills. Yeah, yeah, medical, that's using. a lot of it. Is yeah. a lot of the prescription drugs from yeah. his parents. Uh, but a lot of it. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. Almost all. A lot of them are on benzos or opiates because they had a right. So it's hard playing tennis and they herniated a disc and then they're on oxys for the life. Hard to reach them because of that. Okay, but they're high function. So right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If with oxys, that's something I always talk to people about, you know, because yeah. they're being prescribed for anything. Anybody can get access to Oxycontin. That yeah. was created for terminally ill people. Correct? 100%. Okay, thank you. I just wanted to make sure. But the, but the new answer to that is Norco. Everybody gets Norco, Norco, or Vicodin. And that's equally So where's Zohydro? Zohydro, baby. Ten times more potent than oxys. What? Zohydro, Drew. FDA approved it. Well, it, it'll come, uh, and people will prefer that. <laughs> so it goes at the rate. I mean, aren't we looking at like a death rate now of opiates going to be in like the next couple of years? Every minute. I mean, oh yeah, the way we're, I think going. we're pretty much there. It's, it's, the, a it's couple, the opiate. A couple every hour now. It's the opiate right? benzo combo. Well, that's it what I'm is. saying. It's every four minutes someone's passing from an well, opiate Well, somebody I was listening to a lecture from the American Society of Addiction, California Society of Addiction Medicine, and they were talking about the relative risk of death if you're prescribed an opiate and a benzodiazepine. It was like ridiculous. And he said, he said, you know. It, let, let's say it's a 4.5 relative yeah. risk. The relative risk of a, a cholesterol of 300 is like 0.2. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and we, we're freaked out about it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's so, you know, it, this is like what's so the, serious. What's the likelihood of, of death from a benzo withdrawal seizure? Zero, 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 no, seven. Yeah, low, yeah. Yeah, but but they're constantly they won't go through it. Yeah, prescribing yeah. Medic, uh, medications. And, and there's a fear of Contrary indicated. Well, you know, the latest thing that's stacked up against physicians is patient satisfaction surveys. Ooh. So now their jobs are contingent on patient satisfaction. If Bob and my jobs depended on that, we so would... So I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Do yeah, yeah, you do. Because, well, I do one day a week. <laughs> but because we... <laughs> Because, you know, we let people be miserable for a while. And, and they always end up happier, of course. But that period in which they're miserable goes on your record. And that's that. And I bumped into somebody at the pavilions on PCH last night. Don, an old client of ours, is going to be celebrating nine years coming up in a wow. week. And he said to say hi to you. Wow. But let's talk back to the... I'm going to get back to the parents again. Because I, I saw your parents go through a marked evolution. And, and I'm wondering if you think that they're representative of what's going on out there, even though they're... They were, for sure. Okay, so what did you see them deal, do? 
they they got education. They got knowledge. And okay, so psychoeducation. No, but I was there when when they were realizing it. What they realized was they have been doing things in a consistent way, what they thought was right for years, and all it's done is led to his destruction. Okay, and they had to recognize of, that. Parents, they had to recognize though, that. Was as you being a father, you know, and, and you know, for both of you, I mean, you, you, a lot of the stuff you were. For them that they were doing, I could see in their eyes how they thought it was beneficial for sure. me. Sure. Helping. They wanted you of know, course. to be there. But yeah, yeah, of it, course. But they just didn't have the education or knowledge to know that until they interacted with you guys. And then they actually went to an Al-Anon program for two weeks. They went away. Did your dad go first? My mom and dad went at the same but time. But I felt like your dad was ready, a little more ready. Oh, he was so sick and tired of this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my mom was my, mom was the, my, she was my loophole. I always well, had Well, and somebody. she, he, he said, you know, I, I became, because of Jason Wall, I became convinced that uh, you can be narcissistic without big trauma because yep. of the way your mom treated you in the sandbox. So tell that story. You remember this? It's really interesting. Uh, what? Which one? <laughs> there was just that if you kicked a kid, you know, picked can't sand it, oh, it was oh, the kid's fault. It was the kid's fault. For yeah. sure. <laughs> how poor, how dare you? I remember that, there was a bunch of them. I mean, that's parenting 101 these days, Drew. I hate I, to tell you. I understand you. that. I understand that. And that's why I wanted to get a look at this. There's nothing. It's not that she was aberrant given the way parents parent today. And yeah. they do it straight down the line all the way into college, right? They, mm. All the way. Yeah. And, and, so and, you, and beyond. And, and I would argue. Yeah, when I would come home from school and I was in trouble, my dad or mom would say, well, what the hell did you do? That's what my dad and, did do. Yeah, my mom, but, though, I would just go, nowadays, mom, let's go to the batting cages and she would take nowadays, me. Nowadays, the child tells, this is at Elvis age, five, six, seven, eight, the child reports to the parent the parent then gets livid and, and attacks the school principal You're exactly right 100 percent. well i i spend most of my time maybe the wallers are the textbook case the, the og case well they're og, <laughs> they're, they're, OG. <laughs> they're sort of entry-level case no and that's why i brought them up they sort of seem representative to me but they were they were so much more willing and workable than mostly what you see and they weren't that sick we, we use the term sick we all three of us tossed around the term sick Colloquially, yeah, we we course, overuse it. I mean, there was nothing. Your parents were nothing wrong with them. Yeah, but but they had severe codependency. We, when we call that, sick. but that that has to do with them not being able to process what they went through as they were kids. Of course. So that was the problem. Is because I I can see that now when I look at my dad and my mom. My dad's never recovered from his mom and dad separating. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I see now. That so I he can, was going to create the perfect family, correct? With the perfect woman, with the perfect child, and the picket fence, perfect town perfect in the perfect town. town. Do you guys, anybody watch Teen Mom? I, 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 I Actually, have. it's on a lot at my house, Drew. Not okay. that I watch it. Okay. But uh, the, <laughs> Let's the, be real the kid, Ryan, uh, Macy's ex-baby daddy, the, the kid, they're in Tennessee. He's a big, tall kid. Skinny kid? Yeah. Kinda, it, yeah. You, you recognize something going on with him. Uh, it seems Oh, to me. I recognize I things going on with the girls, too. I, oh, you don't want to talk about that. I, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so believe me i've talked about it plenty um but but the um and and by the way as you know vh1 and mtv are very good about getting that stuff treated yeah they're very good about it. no resistance there at all um but ryan his mom reminds me of your mom and the way she treats him oh really yeah and he's still at home and he's like working and i just thought that's you know if he could just get better you know and that my mom did transition i think she saw she kind of has always been by my dad's side you know and through this you would think well why didn't she jump on board sooner but as she saw the effect that it was having made her willing made her willing and but so it's even more results. gray though they also as a family had someone to move on to once jason stopped getting in trouble who's that your hand his brother no my brother oh. so who i just I've saw so, last night he's got 19 months 
So since I got sober, my brother's gotten sober, my cousin's gotten sober, my aunt's got sober, my other... What's your ethnicity? What's the background? Uh, Pure alcoholic. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Irish? Irish, Cherokee, Indian, and German. I just felt Cherokee here. Yeah. Because Cherokee, whenever... Lagoonian. (laughs) Lagoonian. Whenever somebody says, everybody's got it, I just think Cherokee. Because it's just something about that gene. And you only need 25%. Well, I came out. I should. I came out with a little mustache when I was little, you know. And I should have had a sign that said "Do not give alcohol." I wonder what that is. It's, and it's some of the other Plains Indians too, but the Cherokee one is the one that really. Just... Where are we at with DNA on this stuff? Uh, There's a lot of lot of stuff. Oh, take a break. All right, we'll talk about it after the break then. Okay. Talk about it after the break. I'd like to introduce you all to our latest sponsor. It is the Rocky Mountain Treatment Center. They're in Montana. And if you've been listening to anything that Bob and I have been talking about over the years, you know that we're very particular about an addiction treatment. We don't uh, take recommendations lightly, so we've looked into these guys pretty carefully. And the Rocky Mountain Treatment Center happens to be one uh, I am able to recommend, and I'm happy to do so. They focus on individualized treatment of the patients, uh, including their entire well-being based on a biopsychosocial model. This is what Bob and I have done for years and years. Uh, they don't just look at addiction. They look at the psychiatric issues, the psychological issues, the trauma issues, all aspects of the physical and mental health. And of course, you've uh, heard me stress the importance of this uh, for long-term success. There's staying sober, but there's what I call real recovery, which is dealing with all the risk factors that set people up for bad addiction. They're in Great Falls, Montana. It's a 26-bed facility surrounded by amazing Montana landscape. Patients can have a range of recreational therapies, including equine therapy. For more information on Rocky Mountain Treatment Center, click on their banner on the thislifepodcast.com website or at drdo.com or visit their site at rocky.rehab. That is simply R-O-C-K-Y dot rehab. back another episode of this life and uh that was so quick i was challenged <laughs> for you challenged to uh talk about dna My, there's there's a lot of stuff out there right now but is it really in the sensitivity to environment and light and sound is it still there uh, from 96 or 98 no no, no it's no. moved forward it's very now. different yeah yeah it's much more complicated um, and there's you know there's epigenetics and there's all kinds of stuff that's being discussed my, my favorite though is mark shuckett stuff because it's just pure and simple and it's now 15 years old uh, yeah, he's down at UC San Diego, and he's got other stuff now too. And he's got, but the one I'll get it he just—it was the A one allele. The uh, excuse me, A one allele is way past. Um, but it's the uh, a certain allele of the. I think it's the short arm of the serotonin transport. Our producer is looking and, at the host and saying, "Get on and, with and, it." And, wait, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and this is really interesting: a single amino acid substitution of the GABA A receptor, a proline. Well, serine you're scaring me because I know exactly where all that shit leads to, which is there's a drug that you can take so that you don't become alcoholic. Well, I I hear it already. But what listen, you just said. Well, of course that would be nice, but to not no, to be, it won't. Wait, wait, to not become. To not become, not to treat it once it's occurred, right? Because once it's occurred, there are many other brain systems in okay. place, right? So you so, would give like a like an immune, right? Maybe you can immune, sh- immunize somebody to, against or res- reduce the risk <laughs> or something. But but uh, again, you just had two alcoholics I, look at each other, going, "That would be so badass." Because then we could drink, and then we could take drugs. Uh, I didn't say that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, that would see if that if that <laughs> see, if that comes out. I would love to be able to give that to my kid. Yeah, yeah, because he's going to be a guaranteed. Yeah, not guaranteed. Now, now that the you're more dilute, your your wife to have it in her background. No, thank God. Yeah, it's it's about fifty percent once it dilutes out a little bit. My lecture, I'll, I'll end up with that fifty yeah. percent. Is there a zero and a double well, zero tell. on that? 
Is there a what? Like in the roulette wheel. 50-50 is never 50-50 to me because there's two zeros on the roulette wheel. Well, there's two green spots. No, well, of course, it's not perfect, but but it, you know, it's Pascal's triangle, right? So mm-hmm. you're, you're, if you have four kids, you're likely to, as likely to have three with it and one without. Yep, that's a, exactly what happened. As one with it and three without. You're just as likely. Oh, you are because there's three, the, three because in my that's family. The, the, but you, you're not fifty-fifty. You're, you're the Cherokee thing, oh, okay, which is pretty right. much everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we do have three. Three. My, my brother is my brother closest in age to me is not an alcoholic mm-hmm. or an addict. Can you tell? I mean, for sure. Oh, 100%. He's he, for sure. He, 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 he's so a... look at how it breaks down in my family. So you know the story. My sister's my mother. So if you go by just that Do you want to give people family, a little, little sketch of that? I don't, I don't that. want to talk about it. There's three, three children from my both alcoholic parents, three children. Yeah. One has alcoholism, two do not. That the one who has alcoholism has two children. One does, one does not. Right. That's 50-50. That's what I, I'm always guaranteeing. So if you have two Ask kids... you. You well, but you could also you can't go two for two. You, can you? You, yes, you can. <laughs> you can go or, or two for that's two. That's the Pascal e- thing. Way. I know. Right, that's Pascal's trying. I don't like that. So I, you I could wanna, go three for three. I, I want to go back more to the parents and stuff. And I, I get fascinated by history and all. Like, are we in the middle of some sort of weird historical trend? We are. And, and are there previous examples of this? You know, the narcissist in me says, but we won't be alive enough when when they discover what was so fucked up about this hundred well, years. You're, you're right. It's a, it's history is written in retrospect, not by the people. But who we're live living it. in it, and you can tell something's terribly wrong. Yeah, I know. That's for sure. I find it very distressing. And whether you're conservative or liberal or somewhere in the middle, everybody thinks there's something terribly wrong. And and is that if I were in, in well, forget Sweden, but, uh, Italy, would I feel the same way? You have such a culture there that's been around for a thousand years. Well, here's years. what's different. Immediately what occurs to me is that the families are all together there. and everybody Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Each other. Oh, we're so, I got to go do a thing on bullying for Steve Harvey. And I, all I keep vicious. thinking, they're like, why is it worse? Why is it worse? Why is it worse? It's like, well, because the families are fucked up. It's like, yeah. that's it. It's, the families are awful. And the, There's no I'm parenting going through, left anymore. So I'm like, going through something that... But then, that the, I, then the response is, oh, yeah, we parent. I make him go out in the backyard and get a switch. And I beat his ass. He, okay, well, that's not parenting that's exactly. That's a football that's player. That's <laughs> a parent. That's a, somebody's going to be incarcerated. That's a football player. Yeah, the running back for the Minnesota Vikings. He said... Oh. Um, I'm, I didn't say his name, so he can't we get mad. Well, he's, he's on the record with that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Finish your thought. Huh? Finish your thought. You were Just saying. Just that, that if if you really took a snapshot of right now, you can't you can't really see what it looks like. It wouldn't come into vision for 100 years. No, I know. I understand. And it's part of some evolution. The question is, to what? But isn't how, it funny that so many it? millions of people can recognize something's terribly wrong even? But they blame the economy and they blame the this. They blame each other at this point now. <sighs> that's the dysfunction. I think there's an American family system that's dysfunctional. You well, know what but, I mean? Yeah, you're right. But the but the model is the primary one. So let's that's the macro. Let's go to the, the micro, which is the Waller family, which is, I think a lot. There, I think your dad was pretty healthy. I think your mom just switched to your brother. Is that is that is that mean? Because I know she's going to listen. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to have a podcast. No, she's <laughs> no, but she's been working and getting better. You know, but I think that that it and you got codependent with your brother. I was there. I watched it. Yeah, no, I think my brother. My brother became. He wasn't as bad. He he, he was didn't very get as in, in he, as much trouble. He didn't get as much trouble. He was much more of a closet closet kind of drinker. 
where I was out, dis- I'd get destruction. You know outside. what I'm saying? Yeah, put I'm somebody thinking, else in the chair. Still... If the identifiable patient leaves the room, put somebody else in the chair. You taught me that. Yeah. In the meantime, she was working on getting better, though. I mean, she's yeah. gone to me. She, she, she's, she wait, she's better for she sure. She's, it. she's not as... She's better. She's never not going to be codependent, Bob. Imagine what it's like for the brother. That's so fucked. You you know, Jason got to run rampant all over these hills for fucking years. But but that's that's, that's why when I go speak about it, I don't say that because I don't want people to think that you can get through and live the life I did. I shouldn't be here. Not only that... That's your sociopath talking. That's you, the sociopath. I would just it's, think, what a bummer for his brother. Yeah. That now right. they find Bob, out how to have boundaries. Bob, it's possible. It's possible. He got away with it way longer than I did. It's possible, Bob, that even an alcoholic doesn't want to run crazy. Oh, it's possible. come on. It's, yeah, it became not against fun the anymore. man. It was. It was a fun. At first, it was fun, and then it became a way. You know, kind of a way of living, and then it became a way of survival. So you want? We want to hear about your program. What's going on? What are you doing? Well, I mean, look exactly what we're talking. He's trying to address this population in a new uh, kind of new model. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. So we we are not a a, a clinical service. We don't. We we all focus solely on the ancillary services, the mm-hmm. aftercare model. Um, we let the professionals with the clinical side arrest the active disease, get yep. them stabilized, get yep. them into a place where then they can come to us. What we really focus on is the reacclimation, letting them go back into the, their natural stress routine. So peer-to-peer. Peer-to-peer, exactly. Oh, that's but and that's, that's the thing that we missed for me a lot of the times until this last go-around. Watch this. You want to blow Drew's mind? How many clients do you have currently right now in that 24. house? 24. How many well, have, have jobs? Houses. How many have jobs? Uh, the 12 that are not an IOP have jobs. 12 out of 24 have jobs. That's good. Well, this is the thing is when they come in, the things how we thought we could do things differently is we do a pre-vetted process prior to them coming in. They have to have a minimum of 30 days before they get in there. Minimum, no matter what. Uh, Jeez. That, they, that's early still. <laughs> it is. That's but, hard but, to, but to it, work it with. It is. But the thing that we've created with the foundation and the fellowship through the community that we have is we've really set the standard when they come in there and they have to be willing. You know, we're never going to... standard? You have to get- the, well, no. So if when you come in is if you're not an IOP, you finishing off doing that, which is... A, 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 outpatient. Okay, there you go. Yeah, IOP, outpatient. Uh, if they're not doing school, work, they will be doing service. And they we have locally in Laguna, we've set up for three days a week, minimum they'll be doing five hours of server work until so they get Jason a job. So Jason came up with this not knowing ASAM criteria for admission. Right. That's what blows my mind. When he you're naturally therapeutic, so so... So what we but the thing that's this is really made you're addressing work. the three main til, pillars of of existence. Do you care what age groups? Uh, is it primarily younger. Pri- no, we just take everybody. No, we 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 really like to keep them in the. We skipped the eighteen to twenty two, twenty three age. We wanted to be from twenty. We have some guys if they're really motivated. I, that I'm now age. extra willing to do celebrity rehab because then we have we now have a place to put them. Yeah. And for that, sure, that they would go because it's in Laguna. This is my intent is to just film it down there this, in Laguna. I stay in my apartment. I walk to the set. Guess how many? <laughs> guess, guess how many? How many relapses do you think we've had in our house in nine months? Three, two, four, four. I, I mean, four. just just guessing the way you were saying it. There yeah, was, there's not many. No, not was, many would be like. It's three pretty or four. shocking. And, and and he's come by multiple times. He goes, "What the hell? Do you keep calling people when I come over or something?" And, and we, they're he, always there. They're always doing what they're supposed to be doing. You walk in, somebody's doing. What they're well, they're not always doing. there. He, they're, the house. No, they're doing what they're supposed they're, to be yeah. doing. They're, when they're there, they're doing what they're but supposed to be doing. But we also we also see we also took it at this is like we're not going to kick them out from nine to four. Look, some people need to have downtime. You need to learn. Yeah, what let to them do tolerate. With your time. It. Yeah, yeah. But it's they it's have a hard thing to judge. It is, but that's yeah. why we have it very structured when they come in and yeah. the whole setup of that, and that's why. And we don't keep people contingent. You know, it's not like oh, we have a ninety-day program that they do. Some people 
you know, coming to us with nine, 90 to six months of 90 days to six months of sobriety. Yeah, that whole, the whole time stuff is bullshit. It, no, it mm-hmm. is. It's, so that's, it's all very individualized. Some people have stayed with us for a couple months and we, we don't want to keep them. We don't want to institutionalize them. We want you, them to just flourish. in case they need it. You have medical services available. hundred percent. We're yeah. connected is on, a, on our staff. No, cause we're, we're technically no, licensed you're, you're as separate. a sober living. I get it. Um, but but you got, must have people you can like rely on. And send we, to and stuff. Directly. That's to what hospital. I'm down there for. That's what Bob's well, there for. But I'm thinking I'm that. thinking about you need you need like you need like a doctor, a psychologist, and a psychiatrist That's you, what that I, you can trust. You know, I got one, two. Three. <laughs> <laughs> no, the idea is to get like yeah, like a sharp, like a you yeah. down there, yeah, and, and just but check not, in not once the, a week within. No, no, not even that. Just, just because uh, he's doing fine on his own. Just someone that can, like, if you get Case stuck, you get stuck places. You don't think can... they should check in with no, the person? No, no. As soon as you medicalize it, it, it has a whole different vibe. But yeah, you should. But you should. Well, the psychologist once a week. Well, that's what I'm saying. The stuck people, the people that really. Oh no! And, the, and, so every and, single one of our clients like that. Yeah. Is we they do, yes they do have therapists. That yeah, they go good because cognitive behavior. Therapists therapy, are so. different than psychologists. Psy- no, they're psychologists. Okay. Yeah, they're, and, they're, I promise. And, and then. And then there are people that later will want to do real recovery, yeah. which I call oh. I, I call real recovery when people really want to dig into their shit. Well, and that's that's what I think we like because what you said with the month, it's still very it's oh. very new. It's, it's but this the the we've created like a cyclone almost like a whirlwind of people that are doing well. Like we've yeah. created this energy. So when a, a new guy comes in, it's, it's either in. he gets sucked in it or, or he gets shot out. right back yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That's how program. That's how it's supposed to work. And, but then that's we won't ever grow bigger than this because we we as the owners we as like we have nine staff members because we have a, a guy that does all the surfing. We have we have live in house parents there. We have day staff that goes by. I mean, we're all this is all done for a very affordable cost. But it's, but. But the thing, I'm sure you're running into the thing that we always ran into. It, it, people are wanting you to reproduce it elsewhere. They are, and, but and, and and it's so contingent on the staff. It, that, it, they have to be you talented, it. and they have to be passionate, and they have to be not interested in making money because it, it, it's not necessarily going to happen to them. They it has gotta, to be mission over margin incentivized. Right. They, it's have, be they have to be just into the. In, we used to run a program like that for a long time. Well, I'll tell you, we how much heart we have into this. The three owners that you know, we we started yeah. this. Me as the sole person. No, I know this. that about you. No, 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 but we we we. It took us six months of not we. We didn't take anything. We did it solely no, I, out of sweat I, equity. I, I totally get it. And then you have to be there. I, I know that's where you're at because I can see what you're doing. That You have to be at that spot to be able to but make you, that. You nailed it, though, because people are saying, well, why don't you create pockets of this? Because my no. whole thing is to, to, to get rid of these sober livings that are out there that are harboring a bunch of sick people, and they're causing more harm than good, and they're they're relying on the recidivism, rid of the relapse with these. And other, they're just charging the shit and, out of everything. Yeah. And so our whole program that's encompassing oh. with everything. You are right, bro? No, oh. I just <laughs> we've been through so much of it. It's so awful. And and then and then you know people have come to us and say, well, why don't you open up a series of programs? And I always go, Bob, where do we find these people? They're so hard to come up with. It's it took so us hard. nine months to structure the staff of yeah. of, and we literally it's five day to day people that are there all the time. And then one's the surfing coach who can connect with these guys and actually provide and, service to them. The, and the great guy. thing, the reason because just like with him down there, the reason you're getting great people is you get to live in Laguna. It's like okay, it's kind of a good <laughs> yeah. side effect. Yeah. You can't really, you can't well, really also, recreate this in yeah. Missouri. No, that's absolutely <laughs> not. I beg to differ. Just give me a lake. <laughs> oh, a lake in Missouri. See, he's a businessman at heart. So really, well, maybe, but maybe how, he will. He'll no, but it out. how he's figured you can do the right thing and not worry about profit is to own the houses. 
Yeah, of course. It, it'll work out. We know it'll work out because we have... We've, that was in our model. Yeah, that's what we did. It's the only way. Why do you think I'm doing it at the same way? We, you guys taught me all this. <laughs> no. and I, that's, but that's the thing, as I see, is, is, is everybody that we've had that are, works with us is, is people that I've helped get, get clean and, and see great. the process of this stuff. And that's great. They have so much passion and motivation. I mean, to be working with my brother is... I mean, it's not different than the original model of you know one addict hail helping another well the biggest thing is a lot of these guys and a lot of these people don't realize that your brain produces more potent chemicals than heroin you just got to let it work yeah and that's the biggest thing that we do is well, you got to get in a car accident <laughs> i'm just thinking there's gonna be an influx of people coming coming to laguna to live to get that to get that influx <laughs> no it's natural highs man you got to surf oh, skate, i know dopamine I mean, like, but i'm an endorphin guy <laughs> well, that's why we're that's why we're still working on it, buddy. So Bob has to hang glide. <laughs> yeah, he has to hang glide a parasol. You break an arm to really feel that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can help you with that, bud. No, you yeah. know, I went to the hang gliding off La Jolla, and I was so scared I was supposed to do it. And I was like, "There's no fucking way." Because well, you have a son now. That's why. Yeah. Otherwise, you do it. That's what you told me last you week. Jump off a cliff I, I, in a in, no on a kite. You. No, thank you. You wouldn't do it either. Fuck no. Don't even think about it. Yeah, twenty dude. years ago I definitely would have done it. Dude. I would right. he I, did. I would still do it right now. Not it's, next year. At your though. age, I might have done it. You know, it's not like two hundred feet where you just you know hurt what? yourself. I, it's like why, death if why it doesn't work right. Well that's the that's the uh the dopamine. High. That's the dopamine. Well I know that, but like me like when I tell people, me and my buddy over here that came with me today, we went we go great white cage uh, we go in no you start with sharks. you start that way you're, you're sort of geared up that way with the genetics that's part of the, the deal the cherokee genetics yeah you sort of get rewarded by extreme you think of you know think why of, couldn't i just stick to bows and arrows or something <laughs> addicts people are with the addictive gene make great fighter pilots great shortstops you're, you're and interestingly the only time you don't feel anxiety is when you're in those extreme situations right yeah you're, you're, everything slows down you're in it oh, you're high, you know. I, I flew a fighter pl- i went and did a i flew in an f-18 I had yeah. the option to do that, and dude, and I felt like I was in the zone. I felt like goose, dude, just like yeah. So that's the stimulant yeah. but, but addict later, and sobriety. What's no, no, the no, 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 opiate it's not. addict and no, it's sobriety? All, all that's alcoholic is what that is. And now later, if you gear it up with opiates or gear it up with meth, then then you stop and you try to. That's why people go back to even higher levels of of, of, oh. of, of reward and higher levels of you know the, if they develop sex addiction, it's more extreme. Because that system is sort of burned out, and they're trying to get it in back. which and, system? Yeah. The dopamine system? Well, it's more the opioid system that gets sort of the reward. The reward and the feel good part are both burned out or and changed. I burned up probably not a good word. Changed. But there definitely are different personalities that gravitate towards different types of drugs. Jason, yeah. you can tell, like alcohol and coke. I don't have to know it. <laughs> yeah. Me, you know, I like to just. Well, let's talk about that. It's interesting. <laughs> it really so, is. So we say he's very social, right? It's yeah. That's that social. I can ever. be social, but I'd rather yeah. be alone. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd rather be anti-social. You'd, you'd rather go against the man. You'd rather be. You'd rather be. You, you could be social with people, but you'd be railing against something. Yes, always. With, and, right, and people. Would El be Salvador. Railing. You know, they killed right. some nuns in 1980 <laughs> right. in El Salvador. Right. So those the U.S. Are, government. And that yeah. definitely anti-social goes opiate. Who goes math? Who goes math? Yeah. The, I, flighty people. I don't know how to describe it. Kind of spacey people. They're spacey to begin with. Sex addicts. Sex addicts go to math. No, so, but you know, so dissociative. Yeah. Dissociative. People that are dissociative. Spacey. That's dissociative. That, that, that makes some sense. People are not in their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not on planet Earth, I would say. I mean, but that I just want to get a lot done. I got to get you more on board with the whole dissociative mechanisms and stuff. Okay. I've that, never had it. I am always 
here in the now. Uh, you probably you probably dissociated from parts of yourself that you sort of left behind permanently. Yeah, well, <laughs> permanently. We talk about that all the time. <laughs> We're taking a little break. Taking a break. Uh, we'll be back shortly. I'm going to dissociate right now. I will too. I think <laughs> I'm going to go isolate. <laughs> All right, take a quick break. Be right back. <laughs> hey, we're back with that episode of... Uh, Susan this- used to talk and give us the cues. <laughs> now she just looks at you. Can you just say it? Because <laughs> she doesn't want to have to edit stuff out. She, she's, she's smart. She's the, she's the master cylinder. You know, She she's is the, the queen of yeah, this room and yeah, this podcast. This is her operation. We just, we just, we just go We just it. do what she tells us. Yeah. If you say one thirty, one thirty. If you say one, <laughs> one. <laughs> I know my set, but you know what's nice? Yeah, how'd that happen, dude? But the, what's nice about this, I, this does not feel like work. I feel like I get to see my friends and hang out and talk. Yeah, that's you know great. What I mean? we, we, we've had some great people on this podcast that we would not have met otherwise, and we ended up hanging out all day with them. <laughs> that's the way so to do it. It's, it's, so we were talking about the personalities. What What yeah. about alcoholic personality? Where did, That's gotten lost uh, in all the drugs of the yeah. last 30 years. What is the true alcoholic personality? My dad was larger than life. What does that mean? Narcissist, right? Okay. Um, yeah, they tend to be grandiose. They but tend people to be, love them. Yeah, because they're oh. very rich. They're very rich human. They're overinflated f- egos. But but there's lots of emotionality and there's 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 sort of a richness to them. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And they're smart. They're always smart. Not always, but essentially always smart. And they're um, <laughs> they're fun. And I was going to say that I was going to say they're other focused, but they're only other focused for their own need for their for their own to be entertained. It seemed like, you know, when Jason Davis describes his grandfather, yeah, the Marvin. Yeah, that's how my dad kind of was Wow, like that, like just everybody's grandpa, everybody's friend larger than life. But if you were his kid, you didn't even feel like you knew him. Yeah. Right. You know so what there, I mean? There's going to be some intimacy trouble so because they al- raised in an alcoholic family. And that's where intimacy is blocked. And so they learn to. You know, connect and regulate with substances. All right, what's Does the personality of potheads? Uh, ADD tends to go that way. So it's not even personality so much. So there's no attentional mechanisms. Um, what would that be? Would that what, pot? I feel like some, that's another like isolate. Like I feel like you just wanted to be like removed. an isolator. Yeah, because I, I definitely being ADD is all hell. I'd smoke it and I'd go turn myself into the police. It didn't work, <laughs> didn't work out well for well, me. Well, I'm just thinking about all my junkie friends. They are all antisocial. Yeah. So many of them. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just like fuck everything. That's kind of the mantra of the opiate addict. Hey, oh my hey, god! Speak of fuck everything. <laughs> Are you antisocial, Shelly? <laughs> All right, so Shelly Spray yeah. just walked into the room. Yeah, speak Shelly. so. You're in. So we were talking about how most opiate addicts, Shelly, are antisocial. And she you walked are in. antisocial. Wait, wait. She walked in and said, uh, "No, not, not as antisocial as you, though, Bob." <laughs> well, nobody is really. You have to compare me to you. I'm very social compared. But to we're me. trying to pick out the personality uh-huh. types of certain drugs, and we were stumped at potheads. What are most potheads' personalities? Um, they like to stay mellow. They mellow. like to be chill. Mellow they like and to chill. be chill and mellow. Maybe they're but, uptight, but it's, it's anxious. It's a little isolated, yeah. anxious, a little ADD-ish. I think they're, yeah, definitely anxious, kind of busy brain. Yeah, yeah, busy brain. I think brain. they have a busy brain. That's exactly yeah. right. I think definitely. That's exactly right. Yeah. I think that opiate addicts have a busy brain, too, but they don't. What's they they want to just be completely blotto, like <laughs> as close to a coma as possible. But, <laughs> but, but when you were using, you had a lot of antisocial 
tendencies, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lived in a subculture completely. Yeah. I didn't even mess around with the regular world. It, I mean, unless I had to. <laughs> I'd rather just be in She had to know. cut the regular her, uh, world's hair. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of your hair looks great. Thank you. That. Is that your Thank natural you. color? Is that your, no, what's your normal no. color? No, my natural color is strawberry blonde. Yes. Oh, yes. It looks really well, now it's not it looks really great. kind of grayish strawberry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, gray and strawberry blonde. That's mine too. Right. Gray and strawberry blonde does not, not mix. Work. It doesn't really work. No. Somebody told no, me no. they asked you about why the hat, mm-hmm. and you said it's something to do with your dad. Yeah, my dad wore a hat every day. He'd, wow. He'd get up and put a suit and tie and hat on. Huh. I, I just it. that's what, how you get up. And then there was a lot of musicians who wore hats when I was Michael Stipe and R.E.M. and Tom Waits. So I just. Hats. Yeah, Tom Waits wears a hat all Tom the time. Tom Waits. They're coming yeah. back. They're coming I back. Know. Now, I know. Now all the rappers, like for that Pharrell guy, yeah. I see him at my kid's school. I'm that like, don't hat. wear hats. I invented hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's that antisocial thing again, Drew. Yeah. Well, Pops as, up even with Pharrell well, even at a parent-teacher conference. As soon as, as soon as somebody else does it, it's bad. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that's hilarious. my thing. Oh, that's your thing? That's his thing. That's Bob. my oh, thing. Yeah. The hats. And he owes everybody $80. Yeah, so everybody that's $80. Hey, where do you get your hats? The, you don't want to know that one. That, that's a long story. We'll just give him a little plug. Well, oh yeah, it's Gunner. He makes hats if you need a hat. Yeah. Maybe they could sponsor the show. Yeah. What do you mean? Gunner on Sunset. Gunner on Sunset. Gunner on Sunset. Oh, boy. He's the hat maker of Bob Dylan, Johnny Depp, Jack White. Prepare yourself. Oh, you know him? Arika Badu was waiting behind me when I was getting measured. I was like, I'm buying this hat. Who's Arika Badu? Oh, you got to get hip to the hippity hop. Tell me. Yes. The hippity hop. rapper singer. Okay. Songwriter, but Shelly, we were talking. We were talking about <laughs> young people and sort of what's going on with the. Uh, oh, she deals with them all at the I, Pasadena I Recovery Woo! Center. I know. Can I, they ever get a job, Shelly? I think they should go to school. <laughs> I think they should go to school for a real long time until their brain kind of engages into the realistic aspect that life is not what you want it to be. It is what it is. Well, but we're noticing that's that. I think she summarized it nicely. There she did. Yeah. And, and but we're seeing that doesn't seem to resolve. It oh, just, ever? It, well. Oh, boy. Don't tell me that. I have a 15 year old. Well, on. maybe there'll be a different thing, you know. And then we were talking about what. Is is modern parenting slash codependency? Mm-hmm. How come we can't get the families to see that what they're doing doesn't work? Like Jason's dad got it, his mom tried to get it, and then has gotten it along the way. Well, look how right? cute he is. How can you get it? The mom can't get it. She can't get it. No. He's just always so adorable. Come on. Thank you. You're I mean, best. I'm a mom. Like you can't get it. I'm sorry. You look at that. You're like, oh, I don't get it. Oh, the adorable take care little. Of me forever. How about arrested 19 <laughs> times, running down Wait. the beach with a helicopter after him? Would <laughs> well, you question not, your parenting no, then? No, I wouldn't. I would get it right away. Yeah. But, but his mom, you know, she what, can't see that. What is your mom? You said their history. You could see it now playing out through you. What was her history? Or can, can My, you share? No, no I can't for sure. I mean, my, I think my mom, she, you know, she grew up from, from in Tennessee. So, I mean, she came from a totally different structure. And I mean, she was just kind of like that Southern belle kind of, mm. you know, just that's, she was mom. She sweet. Cooked, just very sweet. So she was always, perfect. She was, sweet. she was very perfect. Yeah. And my dad grew up in, you know, was Lido Island in Newport beach. I mean, it was just two totally different backgrounds. I mean, when they came not together, so but not so sweet, but it, fe- it feels like underlying all of it is this sort of weird, difficulty people have with just starting with nothing and building up from nothing there's no hope that they'll ever have something 
and they don't want to deal with the step of how many years am I washing dishes before I can be a waiter, before I can be it's a... It's all instant gratification, though, because everybody yeah. has, does anything, like I always say that, anything worth It's just easier to just go, fuck it, I want what you have, Bob. Exactly. I'm going to take yours. Well, what's that yeah, saying exactly. somebody says? It's well, like, it's, I'm it's, yours. Or I'm entitled to yours. Ex- exactly. Thing. I should have as much Same as thing. you have. Well, what do people always say? It's like people always, you know, people are always purchasing things they do not need for uh, to impress people they don't do not know. Yeah. I think it's dopamine. That's all it is. That's the true. whole world comes down to dopamine. That's like a, <laughs> one molecule. That's true. <laughs> one neurotransmitter. That's how I've that's how I've sorted it all out. It's all I want you to know. Well, you know what's interesting? Where you've arrived biologically is where I've been sitting for a long time, sort of. I guess it's psychologically or even spiritually is that is that we don't pay enough attention to motivation. No, which really, what you're talking about. That's why all we, I see now. Right? Why are we motivated to this? What there's something that pushing us in that direction. Dopamine. Well, it is dopamine, <laughs> but but there's a, but there's a psychological principle operating okay. too. Well, that I haven't arrived at. Right. Enlighten it's, me. Well, I'm not sure I okay. can because uh, it's it's oh, very mysterious no. and it's very biological. Oh, I won't even uh, know. You can't even tell me. Oh, well, I can, I can try. Okay. Uh, well, here, here's the thing, because I experienced oops. some, <laughs> I've experienced some Bobby's wonderful tall. things in life, yeah. right? Yeah. I always wanted something for nothing, or or was motivated for something for myself. Yeah. And then I worked with you guys for about three years, four years, and I felt a part of something bigger than myself. Yeah. Our staff at Los Encinas, it just was. Something amazing. different. It yeah. was something different. To like so going amazing. to work. Yeah. To like to not to Especially just you, Bob. To, yeah, for me Jeez. to care about being on a team is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Miracle. Yeah. And he didn't even have to and, be the leader is, of the team. This is a good thing for Jason to hear. And what you, you what you learn is that you know everybody on the teams brings their stuff, their personality, their life experiences. And if, if you are absolutely unified in everything philosophically and psychologically and in terms of treatment principles, then when the patient comes to you and goes, Shelly's such a bitch, she said, whatever. I know it's not true. Yeah. Because I, I, I know, no, I, I, can, I can very honestly go, well, that doesn't sound like Shelly. Correct. I, I, she, here's what she, I think she probably was saying. And here's the And thing. I know I'd be right. So and, I was always on to the next thing, next thing, next thing. Wait, wait, right? hold on, hold on. And so if you can be a unified front, Mm-hmm. At all times, you'll find that each person brings a different quality that the patient then can can attach to. Of course, and some of them they'll attach really well to, and some of them not so well. And you'll learn about the patient's personality by whom they attach to. Sasha, ah, uh, did you? Did she like you? Did she? Did she think you were? Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, yeah. Thought you were entertaining, like right? Narcissist. No, no, no. She likes sociopaths. Sociopaths. She likes sociopaths. Uh-oh. So I resemble <laughs> one. I resemble yeah. one on Fridays. Oh, only but, on Fridays. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you something about yeah. that. So I'm always, if you look at the documentary about me, I'm always fucking people under to get money and <laughs> what all this kind of stuff. No, truthfully, Pete Weiss says you know i took the solo deal all this i was always looking out for myself yeah. when push came to show yeah and the second year of celebrity rehab somebody came to me and offered me three times as much money as i made at Los encinas and it wasn't even a question to have a second lunch yeah. mm. the being a part of something that's important that m- feeds you as it feeds others 
Yeah. That's what that's, that's what life was the best. No, you're right. Uh, and again, the team and the all the you know, that's where I did it because it was just we were certainly weren't making any money doing so it. So what is that? Let's not do good, good about us, but what is that thing? I think that's the thing that you're striving for and pushing towards. Being a that me, I'm driving to the No, all is. of us as a species. Well, you want to be I think it's what religion talks about. Well, for sure. We are social animals, man. And the the sense that we have a... Really connected. To be connected, really connected. It's, it's back to being part of a family, part of a community. I mean, this is like, like you know, I've always said, which is when people are at the end of life, they're trying to figure out what life was all about. They will always say important relationships. That's always what Hands it's about. Down. Memory, yeah, hundred no. percent. Memories. The that's the most I guarantee thing. you, one of my thoughts is going to be of that fucking horrible trailer parked behind the Briar unit that I was lived in that we all went in and out of for years. Oh, the trailer. That trailer. The, the, the where my office was. That yeah, was so that great. Area. No, was, that was Camelot. That, that is so it. great. Yeah, we were. We had a little Camelot going. I knew what a, happened? We got cast out of. Kansas. <laughs> yeah. What it, happened? It, it's it's not even clear. We, we weren't. We what, never. We, we never do? were making money for the hospital. So they always were looking for good reason to. I think Aurora out. didn't flip it to somebody else, and then we it just stayed with Aurora didn't too we, long. Oh, no, we had all those. Oh, we had no, Columbia we, before we had Aurora. Problems. We had all that <laughs> we press. Had those yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad press. But but it was flipped from Gilbert to Columbia to Aurora, and then it just I, stayed I, with Aurora I, for too long. They I, should have flipped it to somebody else. We'd still be there. No, I think <laughs> I, I blame the LA Times. I blame, I blame the LA Times. No, they. Yeah, they came at it. They came, they, they put innuendo and it, and it was completely un, it, it, it illogical. was ridiculous. They they made it look as though, and that was that. It was unbelievable. Okay, we'll let's, we're going to do a whole podcast. No, man. She's <laughs> that one fast. Oh, oh, Shelly's here. Fun. Oh, now this is going to hurt Jason's feelings. Well, oh. Shelly's here. Jason has to go. But before... Well, <laughs> Jason gets to talk a lot. I never hardly get to do this, so I have so much information for the past. That's what I'm talking years. about. I want to. I'm just sit here and listen. But, but I'm wondering if you have any, before we close up anything. If you seen Jason recently, have you anything to say to him or anything? Hi. Yeah. yeah. Are you? How are you? I see you here and there. Good. Yeah. Not yeah, as much as I'd like to, but I'm always working. Yeah, it's, yeah. you're I've always working. Every time I see you. <laughs> Me do you know Drew. that yeah. Spencer Recovery is still yeah. going, Shelley? I do. I see that guy um, at. Uh, I see him around the campfire, actually. You're kidding. That's no. where she got and sober just, at. Did you know that? And I just spoke to the person who was my counselor who yelled louder than I could think. And that he, he was very famous for, you're going to die. Every oh, that's time where something you that came up. up. Everything that came out of his mouth was like, and you're going to die. You and picked that up pretty well, You're going to die. I know it worked on me, too, because you know why? I had no idea. The, I had you, no idea I was going to die. But unrelated to addiction, can't you just look at anybody and say, you're going to die. Nate, you're no. going to die. Nate, dude, don't, don't pay attention to Bob, man. Everybody's yeah. going to die. Okay, it's how you okay. live, baby. But, but listen, listen. I was young. It wasn't time for me to die yet. All right. We are going to wrap this up. Uh, we need yeah. to, we, As we wrap up, Jason, give us your vital stats. Where, are you? Where can people get referrals? Jason. Starbucks at PCH and Broadway and Laguna Beach every morning. <laughs> no, the one down by Main Beach. Yeah, yeah. that's where I was this morning. Yeah. It, it, so, but if you know, but <laughs> no, you but give, give people, the particulars about your program, your website. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, if people want to find us. Uh, they can go to my website, which is jasonwaller.com. They can find anything and everything out about it, uh, or they can go to online or for the social media stuff. It could be for Instagram is Jason Waller, and then Twitter is at Waller Jason. And oh yeah, J. My name is spelled. 
J A S O N W A H L E R. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the name of the program? Widespread recovery. Widespread recovery. Okay. It's so. badass. Yeah. Take it from me. I'm antisocial. It's badass. And you, and you, and Bob you have says a wa- it's badass. waiting list or do you have beds Definitely available? Or? Uh, we're full right now. But you'd have a, like a waiting <laughs> yeah, list? Yeah, we waiting list. We want to help anybody. But listen, a waiting list might not be a bad idea because it'll keep people motivated and sober. You know? I like That's it. the thing is we yeah. refer out I to like people it. that we that that you know that are doing similar work, and we want to keep that there. But our, the camaraderie and the connection that we have with these people, we don't want to lose that with a, a bigger group. Do you know what? Like in LA, I'll just tell you. On a, if I have a patient discharging on a Friday and the sober living is full on Thursday, His. I still His? figure. No, a general sober Anybody, living. I yeah. just still figure my clients going in there because two or three are going to get kicked out and go use within oh, the, the weekend. Weekend's yeah. <laughs> weekend's a bad time. <laughs> yeah, the witching hours. But not not at your not place. Not at though. Jason's yeah. though. Yeah. What's the average length like, like of stay? Uh, we, like like I said, it's so dependent on the person. I mean, a minimum is usually like we have people stay at least a couple months, and then yeah. it goes all the way up to to six seven months. Do you have a limit? Yeah, as soon as as soon as they're becoming, you know. Uh, as soon as they're becoming dependent on our system, yeah. or if they start, we start to see that we help move them on. And, and do they are they able to come back? Are there aftercare groups or anything like that? They can, yeah, we have an alumni. We have alumni mm-hmm. every Sunday, we and do they probably help barbecue. out and stuff. They do that, That's and then awesome. we actually are starting a whole uh, alumni meeting. And I don't want to co- necessarily talk cost, but where can people uh, figure that out? Well, it's I, cheap. I, I, it's cheap. It's thirty five hundred bucks a month for all the services. It's unbelievable. Look that, at Drew's that, face. Is there? Is there? And they get they get surfing. And they get, it's also got a view get, of the ocean. It, yeah, <laughs> what? Mentorship. They get mentorship, goal setting, service planning. Uh, Look at Drew's head. Resume, Drew's mind is right now. That's impossible. Resume building. No, it's uh, not impossible. If you don't want any profit, it's, it's not, possible. It's not impossible. Private surfing. You and I know it's not. We use people in the hospital for that. Uh, you forget yoga. Uh, you also get. Uh, Private boxing lessons, and then we do hikes, basketball, juicing. tennis, juicing, cleansing, wheatgrass, mowing lawns. So medical yeah. services, medications are... Uh, That's something we don't provide. Suboxone, no-go? No-go. Fantastic. Beautiful. Oh, Thank I God. I told you. I knew down you'd love pharma. it. Down with pharma. Down with big pharma. Pharma's going down, dude. Going Except down. Except for this genetic immunization. I want that for Elvis. No, you need pharma. <laughs> it's just that this... The, the, you don't need this you. kind of pharma. It, it's, and I blame my profession. It's I blame really, your profession, yeah, too. We're the ones that get sucked into it. All right. We've got to wrap this all up. It's okay. uh, another episode of This Life. Uh, Shelly will be on another episode. Jason... Hopefully, we'll be on another one soon. I'm not and, leaving uh, here, man. I'm staying here forever. Well, you can sit there quietly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind people that today's episode is courtesy of Rocky Mountain Treatment Center. You can check out thislifepodcast.com. Or you can find the podcast there as well as at podbayfm.com. And a reminder still that this is a Playroom Pods production. And also, if you want to support it, please go to drdrew.com and click through on the Amazon banner. That helps us out, too. It doesn't cost you a thing but keeps a little wind in the sails here. Nighty night, everybody. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks, guys. Hi, my name is Audrey, and I'm sitting here so sorry. I, who's that guy who wears my ride into the city? Girls looking so pretty and boys looking so fly. Oh my God, I could die. What's that song you just turned on? You sing it loud and long. Boy kissing me strong, let me get a better view. Handsome man, how do you do? How do you do? Pretty pink. Six me all over
I wanna put it down just like we used to, just like we used to. Walking fast, breathing fast down your avenue. Honey, know that there's nothing quite like you, but the baby blue skies surrounding your eyes leave me paralyzed.